beautiful. Hello again everybody and welcome to another exciting edition of the Good Bit Podcast. My name is Chris Moffat, I am your host, the face that runs the place and I am joined again by my favourite person in the entire world, the little Twix, Michelle Grant. Hello. Are you okay? I'm great. Yeah, we go. Last time you were on was for Spider-Man. Yeah, I got bullied. Well, she claimed she got bullied. She took the huff, went and sat on the other end of the couch and hardly said anything to the whole Because I can't do it with Ross Yeah. That's a good episode if you want to listen to that one in the back catalogue. I'm also joined for the first time on The Good Bit with Asin Rizov. Hello. How you doing? Very good, thank you. Yeah, we, um, you did a podcast before with us. Yes, I have done. But it hasn't been on The Good Bit. We did a podcast before The Good Bit called By The Way. Mm-hmm. And it was late 2015, maybe, yeah, yeah. early 2016 that you were on. We talked about films that we that we loved and yeah. stuff. And, uh, and this is the first time you're back. Indeed, yeah. So uh, it's been a long time coming. Now, on The Good Bit, we all have different nicknames. Mm-hmm. Right, so you have to come up with something on the spot that the, we're going to refer to you as. Right, the director. The di- <laughs> Do you know what? I was, I was just about to say that. <laughs> the director. Maybe we should explain. This episode is about um, the process of making a short film mm-hmm. that we that we did over the summer. Actually, in that last episode that you were on, we actually mentioned that we had been working on a film, and all these months later. We're here to talk to you all about it. And obviously, we understand we're going to have to give you some leeway here because you haven't seen the film, <laughs> but it's fine. We worked, we worked on a film this past summer and um, Asin here was our director, hence the name, and uh, Michelle and I were the uh, guinea pigs. Stars of were the, the stars show. of the show. <laughs> yeah, the, the actors in the show. And uh, it was called The Fourth Sign of the Zodiac. Do you want to give us like, a brief, brief synopsis? Yeah, um, the the first of all, I suppose it, it would be a good idea to start with the title itself. Um, the title came about um, kind of near the end of the creative process, I suppose. Um, I mean, the whole idea started with just one image, I suppose. Any idea starts with, with a certain image and uh, any visual idea, for sure. Uh, and the image I had in mind initially was of, of someone just waiting in a car holding an envelope. Um, that was just the, the first image I got into my mind. Um, and then about then I was um, started questioning, um, why, why is he waiting, why is he there, where does he come from? Um, and suddenly I, I had this idea of a, of a character who's postponing um, to give away some information to his close one. I don't mm-hmm. want to give away too much, don't yeah, spoil course, the film. Yeah. <laughs> so it's quite a difficult task. Um, but that's how it all started. Um, and in terms of a synopsis, I suppose, um, without giving away too much, it's it's about someone who struggles to choose. I think that's a... That, that's like, that's going to be the IMDb description. Yeah. Yeah, yeah cool. <laughs> um, yeah, that's interesting, though. Like, I always like hearing stories about directors and, and writers and stuff when they get the first inspiration. Yeah, like where it all comes from. Yeah, where's the first thing that, you know, they get the idea. Where did Robert Zemeckis get the idea for Back to the Future? Do yeah. you know what I mean? It's so random, like, it's just... Indeed. Um, it's interesting. But that's... So, you've made some films before. Yeah. But I, mean, um, I think this one was was probably the most in terms of preparation and absolutely, everything yeah. went to it. This is, like, the first proper 
you know big scale short film I've made that say in terms of yeah. you know having someone to help with the sound not mm. just help but do the sound yeah. Jack, <laughs> yeah, Jack sure, McIntosh did yeah. an incredible job for that one um, and also with everyone else you know um, I think this was what the, definitely the most demanding out of everyone yeah in terms we, of acting as we well we started uh, talking about it about a year before didn't we we did yeah yeah and then, and then we had a, a trip to the camps so a lot of the, the action takes place at the mountains in Glasgow yeah. And um, we just went up there for some inspiration. It mm-hmm. was a good day. We kind of yeah, got yeah. some ideas flowing, had a conversation. I actually filmed a lot of it. Yeah, yeah. And I sent, did I send you that one? I think so, but it was like blocked for some reason. Like I couldn't open okay, it. Okay, I think, oh, do you know about music? Because there's a wrestling clip in there as well. Uh-huh. Ah, okay, I'll fix it. I'll make it separate yeah. and we'll watch it. Yeah. Um, but that was my first idea because you brought this character to me about someone who is struggling with them. Yeah. Initially, we had a different idea, actually. The, the, oh, the first yeah, idea was did. about two brothers and how one brother was struggling to... <laughs> Cope Same with the death of, uh, of his his brother, yeah. It was again pretty dark, but it wasn't the. It, I think it lacked a lot of uh, confidence. Yeah. It had a lot less potential potential than the one we, yeah. we ended up doing, yeah. So we got Michelle involved. We did, yeah. For some reason. Well, we're very lucky. Yeah. To get her involved. Works so great. <laughs> <laughs> Michelle and I did a, did a scene before. It's weird for us not to do comedy. We did a, we did a really funny scene before. Um, a scene from a play called Barefoot in the Park. It's a famous film, I think. Isn't yeah, it? it's a film. Um, Neil Simon play, and we worked really well together. We had good chemistry and stuff, and we thought, Let, you know, let's do something in the future. And then my director here brought the query that he needed a, a female lead, and I suggested a few names, but the one I was leaning most towards was Michelle here. Um, what, what were you thinking when I when I first pitched the idea? Were you up for it straight away, or yeah, did you take some convincing? I want to do film, so it's good yeah. to start. Like doing independent stuff and that sort of thing. Like small scale stuff and then just develop on it. Yeah. Um, and it's good for us as well because we obviously done it in college and stuff, but not anything like this. Yeah, nothing like on our own and in this sort of level. Yeah. Because college as well, we, we just were got in, it to get critiqued on in yeah. college, whereas we actually got to have fun with this. Yeah. We got to relax with it and, and take our time and stuff. Um, because we we worked together in college and we were doing plays mainly. We did a yeah. couple of plays together. But we'd never done really. We did one scene on camera together, didn't we? Oh my god, and it was the most dreadful thing. It was ever. really bad. It but was really bad. It ended up okay. It just took yeah. us so long. See, you're good at the camera stuff. See, I'm not, because you're more subtle than I am. So I'm, I'm better at theatre, I think. Yeah, I'm not as good you know, at theatre. Because um, I'm bigger, I suppose. Bigger. I mean, literally, <laughs> effectively. Height wise, but. Um, three foot difference. Yeah. But in terms of film stuff, something I think is a weakness for me, or I struggle with, is the. It's just keeping it. Keeping it back and chilling with it. And you, don't, you, you don't see that weakness in this film. A, a couple of times we do, I think. Because as an actor, I, I like to point out my yeah. critiques and stuff. I'm the, my own worst critic I've always been, even with the podcast and stuff. Like I, I'll record loads of episodes and some won't even make you know, air or make the end you know, product because I just don't want to release them. I'm not happy with them. Yeah. Um, so watching this, it's like, I, it was kind of nice how what I'd done was out of my control. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it was there, I, I'd done it, do what you want with it sort of thing. Yeah, you didn't get to put it together yeah because I, I do my part, own sort part. of editing and stuff like that I'll always choose yeah. what I want in you know but if it's not yeah. me then I, I don't have a say so it's not really it doesn't matter mm-hmm. um, but watching the back as well I don't know how other people will take it because I'm yet to watch it or speak to someone who wasn't involved that's seen it Yeah. you know um, our sound guy who mentioned Jack McIntosh was saying he wants to show a few of his friends it and I'd like to hear what they thought Definitely, you know I mean? yeah. Because it's, it's weird for us because we watched it with the whole crew the other night. Yeah. Um, and they all had their own wee comments and stuff, but they'd all played a particular part. Yeah. Um, yeah, like everyone's critiquing themselves. Their own well. thing, I should have did this. And then we all have our own wee funny stories as well of like 
for example, Michelle, there's a scene where she's in like sort of the hallway and there was about six people like crammed on the stairs <laughs> trying to hold mics and cameras and lights and stuff, trying to hide away from the cameras. So things like that are yeah. funny for us to watch, but I guess you, yeah. wouldn't, you wouldn't notice that. So it actually watching. goes into the very nature of film itself, because what we portray is just a, a mosaic of episodes, which yeah. are not really yeah. anything remotely close to the reality of what's actually happening. Mm-hmm. So that perception that we have, because we have the whole 360 perspective, we see everything, mm-hmm. whereas on film we just see a 2D image, which is a very small frame a very mm-hmm. small percentage of what the yeah. reality is so that's, yeah. that, that's a funny illusion how people are able to put themselves into that world and recreate it as something else mm-hmm. so basically just show them 1% of that reality and then build up the 99% yeah I guess the thing I like about theatre is that it's all like linear and it's all one, one thing after the other yeah. but this was a massive thing in terms of doing different scenes on different days you know we had a big mm. schedule and stuff um, I feel like with camera though it's more rewarding at the end like it's you see a harder product, process yeah. than theatre I agree yeah but when you watch it back you're like right okay it makes sense it now yeah, yeah. yeah and agree. it was worth it yeah we did a film before called Equivalent Exchange yeah and um, it was okay it was, it was fine I had fun but then that was the first time I'd ever done anything like that mm-hmm. so coming into this one I was a bit more experienced a little bit more experienced yeah but I still found it difficult you know going from scene to scene one you know there's a scene yeah. with Michelle and I and walking being all happy and stuff and then like the next day we do a scene where we were almost you know fighting with each other having an argument so I mean that's the nature of the business but it was just it was difficult yeah. how was it for you in terms of you had the whole idea in your head and you'd written it all down and you'd seen it all play out before we'd done it right mm-hmm. how was the how was the difference between what you had in your head to what was actually delivered that's there's a question yeah that bears <laughs> a question yeah um, that's a very interesting question um, I mean the, I have a certain, I don't know, like when you when people keep talking about vision, you know, a, a director should have a vision, but what this what constitutes this vision is is a whole new story, I suppose. I mean, I had I had a certain view in mind, a certain feeling, I suppose, but then that changes so much because you yeah. know you as actors have your own ideas, and at the end of the day, you understand your characters far better than than I mm. I could because you're portraying the behaviour yeah, that's required. It's different looks so obviously it's, it's, it's almost like a, a constant feedback process. Mm-hmm. So I have a certain idea in mind, but then you go on this bouncing journey where you know, I constantly modify what I have in mind depending on what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why filmmaking in general is so exciting. It's a constant change. Yeah, it's These, always developing never, and yeah, always changing. Definitely, yeah. Um, so I don't think there's this set thing I had in mind that I was trying to achieve it was more of a it wasn't really an inside out process where I started out with something in mind and tried to make everything mm-hmm. the way it should have been it was yeah. more more of a you know this is what we have and then how how can we Fit the idea filter all these ideas okay. into something yeah, that works best for everyone yeah so, so you um where were you born you were born... I was born in Sofia. Sofia, Bulgaria. Yes, Bulgaria, yeah. And then you moved straight to here? Or did you go elsewhere? I before? did, yeah, yeah. When I was 14 years old, I moved straight here. Straight to the Glasgow? The first person I met in, in school. Was that the first? I thought it was the second, second, third, yeah. Well, maybe, well... One Give or first. take, yeah. <laughs> Give or take. Um, yeah, you arrived at our school, and mm. um, it was like at the start of the new year, and our guidance teacher, who was a big fan of me, right? She always she loved me a lot, right? Yeah. She just came into the, the registration class with Asin, and was like, so I'm looking for... Um, a sensible young man or, or young lady to, uh, to take Aston around the school show him the ropes show him where everything is and how to get to his classes 
and she's looking at me and I'm like oh no oh no oh no I'm going to talk to this new person I'm not good with new people and she's like oh Christopher and I was like oh yeah hi so I, we had a nice little uh, conversation the first day what were you thinking when you first joined here were you thinking you know have you always had that dream of you know being a film director in your head that you're thinking here's a, here's a new world for me to play with or were you just so focused on um, new life yeah it's actually yeah the film the filmmaking stuff um, only um, yeah I started thinking about filmmaking once I moved over actually mm. on the first few days because I discovered Windows Movie Maker <laughs> the classic <laughs> the classic yeah. so I started rearranging scenes and like, it's all through editing and yeah. then I started rearranging films to just capture the most that's right yeah, like a montage should. of the most uh, important moments that affected me um, emotionally and then bit by bit it starts developing and um, I, I quite like the thing that you know our journeys are kind of developing in parallel yeah because I remember when I first met you in Seven years ago, you seven still, years, you know, Jesus. You're still thinking, you know, you weren't full on acting yet. You, you kind of grew on you yeah. as well, and I'd quite like to. Um, it, it, it was similar for me as well. It kind of, you know, developed and developed and developed, and now it's become one of the main things. Yeah, I'm striving for. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. When yeah. did you know you wanted to go into acting and films and theatre and that sort of thing? I don't know when I was younger, but see, then, I never did that. Like, I always did it in school, but I never. See, I didn't. I went to a musical theatre group. Oh, really? When I was younger, and then I left, and I never really thought any more on it because I was quite like influenced by my pals. So like, right, okay, they weren't doing it, and I was like, oh, okay, well, I love singing. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I didn't. I stayed away from it from like third year, fourth year, and then I broke away from those friends anyway, and mm-hmm. I was like, right, I'm gonna crash higher drama, and then I done that, and then I started Taz. With Amanda. In Perth. Mm-hmm. And then I met Becca and Rod. No, Becca was already in my drama class. Sure, to Becca. Like, um, hi, do you go to Taz? <laughs> <laughs> she was like, yeah. I was like, oh, I'm joining on Saturday. So, what year was that? How long ago was that? It was my fifth year. So. Good 2012, 13 ish? No? Fifth year was three, four years ago. Yeah. So, yeah, four years ago. Um, and then I met her and Rory, and then that's how I met Rory, Maddie. Yeah. Mm. And Ian and Amanda. Just started doing plays and... And then we done Our House mm-hmm. at the Fringe. And then... It's a good one. Not online. We didn't. We done Godspell at the Fringe. Ah. I'd and then we plan. done Our House. And then applied for college. Mm. And then we met. And we met. That was weird. Yeah, because we, we met... We were, we were in the same class right at the start of college. Class C. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Class C. That's what it was. C for Chris. And um, <laughs> Chris and Michelle, me. And... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, we didn't really work together at all, really, did we? No. Until until the new year, until like 2016, early 2016. But we all we became friends yeah. pretty easily, I think. Um, but as I said, then we did a, a scene in second year of college that kind of gave us an idea that we could work together in the future. And I, th- I kind of like how this film kind of like is something we did together. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like obviously, Aston's going to be involved all the time because he's a director. <laughs> he's but there. He's, he's always there. But, um, but, but it was nice for, for me and you to get together and actually like do a thing. It. Yeah, no, not that he was then involved at all. But um, it was nice for you and I to get together and stuff and actually yeah. do something. We've got that for the rest of our lives. I know. Like we started off doing a film together. Nice. It's good um, anyway, back to, back to um, the film. Uh, what was your favourite part of the whole production process? Hmm. My director. Well... I actually quite enjoyed the rehearsals. 
Because yeah, the rehearsals, you, you can we? see it come together. I think that's the most important aspect. Play about with some ideas yeah. and stuff, yeah. He's actually seeing it for the first time. Because, you know, what? how are you imagined it on the page? How mm. it looks on the screenplay is nothing like the reality of it. Mm. So I quite like rehearsals, and you kind of get to experiment a lot more. Because yeah. when you're on set during the actual shooting days, it's so tight. You need to do so much yeah. in so little time. You know, sometimes the pressure just gets to you. So you just don't mm. enjoy it as much as the rehearsal. It's more relaxed. You can bounce off ideas. Yeah. Um, I also like, I, I, I do, having said that, I love the idea of just being on the set and seeing it on camera. Yeah, captured for the first time. For the first time, yeah. getting the light right. And you suddenly, there's this moment of eternal satisfaction where everything just, you just see it with the, the light, the That's angle, good. the acting, everything just comes together. And then you have the frustration of trying to edit it all together and yeah. make sure every shot fits with every other shot. So, mm-hmm. But then at the end of the day, you know, it's... When you have it all finished, it's a very yeah. nice feeling. Yeah. See, I love editing videos. I've always done that. I'm not particularly great at it, but I've always enjoyed doing something, right? I've always yeah. been creative that way, I suppose. Like, it's always been videos. It's never been. I've never been a writer or anything. It's always been film something. Um, whether it be in the back garden, wrestling on my trampoline, whether it be talking about movies in my room or whatever. I've always done that sort of thing, editing vlogs. But I know how difficult it can be. Mm. So I can't imagine... Having yeah. to put together a film that you have an idea in your head and you know, you know, that each individual step, whatever the videos I'm doing, I'm just putting together videos, clips well, and stuff. There's like there's two aspects now because we know we have the the, the, the footage like image wise, mm-hmm. video editing, and then we have the sound as well, which is all Jack's uh, business. Right. Yeah. So um, in terms of footage, what I did is it was quite tricky because we had over ten hours of just real. Yeah, uh, digital video reel. So I, I think I remember watching it a minute ago. We just watched the film uh, before we started rolling here. But uh, the voiceover was so many takes. Yeah. Did you did you take each like apart from each take, or did you use the one full one? Um, well, that's just a question for me. That I was. Um, I don't. I, I we didn't use the same take for the whole thing. No. Okay. Um, I think what we did is. Well, my, my memory is, is fading now because Jack was very much involved. Okay, right, yeah, doing it's more that, Jack's thing, yeah. Yeah, um, I, I remember that we used three different ones, okay. I think. Because um, we... We changed we rooms and stuff, We changed we? rooms, yeah. yeah. So, um, and the one that we recorded in the upstairs, we only had one take for the first part of the voiceover. Okay. So we had to use that one, but for the second, I think we used a, yeah. a, a few. And Jack did an incredible job with the sound uh, and made it... You know, he had added like echoes and remove all the hissing of the microphone. Yeah, the he was telling us wee things he was yeah. doing, adding wee things in and stuff. Yeah, good, it was, good, it was good a massive difference from yeah, yeah because I, I have very little experience with sound. Yeah, so, yeah, it really improved the quality. Mm-hmm. Um, what about you, Michelle? Favorite part of the process of making a film in general, and then also this one in particular. Um, I quite liked the rehearsal days because we just got to have fun with it mm-hmm. and. Because we have a laugh anyway. Yeah. It was good to get that out of the way because that was a problem. That's a good point, yeah. For us. That's like, because the script is it's very like poetic and stuff. It's very nice. Yeah. But then also. We needed to get past yeah. the humour that we two have together. Yeah. And those rehearsal days were fun to just get that out of the way and then actually start. Can you imagine if we didn't do the working. rehearsal days? Oh my god. How long the days would take? We would have had so much footage. Of, yeah. Like, to be fair, I did do that quite a lot. Just no, me remember, too, but like. No, but remember the day. And when I had to stand up on the stool, yeah. and just kept laughing every time the camera was Yeah, we should, we should make, mention this. Michelle's relatively short, and I'm relatively tall, so it's pretty hard to frame. Um, yeah, we had to cheat a few times, yeah. Um, but yeah, the rehearsal days were good. We have kind of done a short film together. 
Remember the one in college and you had to... Oh, yeah! You had to film us as if it was like CCTV and then you were actually the guy. Uh, yeah. That went in and... Yes, that's true. Yeah, we did, we did a one-shot film for college. I was not involved whatsoever with Michelle's one. However, I filmed something because um, I was tall. Mm. I had to film like a CCTV thing. So I was like holding it at the roof because I was the only one that it could reach. It was about a school shooting, remember? And you were... And I was the guy, yeah. The, yeah. That was good, though. That was, that was good fun. Brody did that. He edited that. Mm. And I edited our one. It was about drugs. Remember? Oh, my God. It was God. a mess. The outtakes from that so are funny. amazing. Yeah. Do you have any outtakes for this film? Um, that you could put together? Well, yeah. I mean, I could, probably could find some. Yeah, because I've, I've vlogged a lot of it. Yeah. Um, so we should make like a... Not as good as the vlogs, because, you know, we, we only run the camera what, of course. a couple yeah, of seconds know, before. Yeah. But we have a, a few laughs and bursts yeah. and stuff like that, which yeah. is always good fun. normal, yeah. Um, my favourite part of the whole process was was um, working up at the campsies, because it was so, like... Especially when we were on our own. A couple of things always feel awkward when there's a few other people there. I've gotten much better at it now due to vlogging and stuff. Like, I just I can just do it in public now. It's no big deal. But when yeah. I first started, we did that last film, yeah. the equivalent exchange. Yeah. It was a nightmare for me because there was, like, all these other people and they're all getting in the way and yeah. it's, like, distracting me and stuff. Um, but for this one, it was nice because it was very um, isolated and we were all in our own sort of bubble. Well, not the first day. But the first day we went <laughs> up and it was the most beautiful day of the year. And it was, it was perfect. It was like, oh, we couldn't have asked for a better day. And I was so in the zone as well. That was the one day I was yeah. like ready to do it, get everything done in the one day. I was so ready to do it. Yeah. And there was so many people mm. just having barbecues and, yeah. and so like dancing, do. having sex and stuff under the campsite at the mountains. It was just like, <laughs> what are we going to do? So we just we, we filmed what we could that day. Yeah. Um, well, it was actually quite lucky because some of the shots, we decided we did the um, Path of Doom scene. So there's a scene where Chris walks up this long road. Um, so what we decided to do is kind of experiment. So we went into a wood and got some nice yeah. shots, which we ended up using as well. That was just shoot from the head yeah. and see what happens, sort of thing. So we got some good ones. It changed. So it was actually for the for the best. Yeah, it was that was for the best. Yeah. yeah, we went back a few days later and we were fine. But mm. um, I also remember the the clip or the scene where you and I are walking up the path, and it was the warmest day. I just said the warmest day before, but this was the hottest <laughs> day of the year. And they had jackets, jackets on and stuff. It was so warm. We were walking up and and we just were like. What do we talk about to remain happy? So what do we start talking about, Michelle? Porn. Porn. <laughs> <laughs> we thought, what's going to make us laugh and smile? So we started talking about that, um, our history in, in the industry. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, so it's, it's, that got us nice and eased That's in. It's brilliant, you know. So, so when we got eased in and stuff, then we could do it fine. That's when we got the take. We were all happy. We were just walking and enjoying ourselves. And uh, that's the nice thing. You wonder those things. Like people would watch that and be like, "Oh, they're happy." Look, like little did they know what we were talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's great though. I, I love... didn't know that. You never told me. <laughs> well, I mean, it's not the only thing we were talking about. We were talking about like, "Oh, look at the trees over there. They're so lovely." Like what yeah. we're supposed to be talking about, but it was always nice to sort of. And like you were like, "Oh, look at that tree over there. It's where I lost my virginity." <laughs> 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 Which is a fib, by the way. But it's just it's still, um, I like those wee things. Um, I've got some questions here written in by listeners. Um, film themed that you want to talk about here on the Good Bit Mailbag. Postman Pat, Postman Pat, Postman Pat and his black and white cat. Early in the morning, just as day is dawning, he picks up all the post bags in his van. The first question is from Andrew in Glasgow. And uh, this is a good one, you ready for this? Yeah. If there was one film that you could go back and redirect, 
which would you choose? Oh, that's a bit, that's a great question. Also, what film do you wish you had directed? It's the both of you. Oh. I know you're not a director, but still answer the question. Exactly your question. So I'm assuming that go back and redirect means go do a better job of, mm-hmm. and then wish yeah. you directed as a perfect film you wish you took credit for. Yep, yep, that's a very good uh, interpretation. Um, right, so a film which I wasn't, I was disappointed with in the sense that could have been done a lot better. Um, I would say recently, from the films I've seen. The one which has a lot of potential but was completely ruined is actually Mother. Oh Aronofsky. yes, of course. I didn't see um, it, but I, I was I wanted to. Darren Aronofsky is someone I respect a yeah. lot, um, especially his young film Requiem for a Dream and The Fountain and mm. uh, The Wrestler as well. The Fountain's one of your uh, favorite films. It is, yeah. The Wrestler, you can play The Wrestler. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Good yeah. Um, we actually used The Fountain to show some. Uh, That's right. Yeah. yeah. Clips for inspiration at one point. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, for me, Mother lacked um, just so much. I think it, it was, uh, I mean, I, I know people, well, I have to make the confession that this is a film, like, I actually walked out the theatre before it ended. Oh, really? It, it annoyed me so much. I, 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 I just wanted that. to get this uh, anger out of the way. I've never done that before, but yeah. this film just, on a gut really? level, just got to me. It yeah. was a controversial film. Um, a lot of people had opinions and on I, it. I, I mean, I, I know what he was trying to do, but I, I don't think he did it very effectively. I don't think it, it worked as a horror story at mm-hmm. all. I don't think you combine horror with deep, symbolic, allegorical Religion. stories. Religious, yeah. yeah. And I think suddenly just the, the the tone changed rapidly from a mystery to a horror to some kind of sad, satirical, surreal okay. um, film. And I, I don't think that worked very effectively, but I think the idea had a lot of potential um, with the biblical um, imagery and all that stuff. So maybe that's a film... But, well, I, I don't know if I, I, I could handle, you know... Of course, yeah, it's a heavy... It has, but, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but that's Obviously, the kind of nature film. of the... Yeah, I yeah. Um, well, For, for me, i the yeah. question as well. The one I would go back and redirect um, was a film that came out in 2017 called A Ghost Story, mm. starring Casey Affleck and Rooney Mara. And uh, I really enjoyed the film. What it is, it's, it's about... I'm not going to... Should I spoil it? I mean, it's right at the start of the film. So I'll just say, Casey Affleck dies, right? So so he's he's dies in a car crash, and um, he's got this big future ahead of him with his new fiance, and like they're moving into a house together, and he's in this car crash, so yeah. it's unable to follow through with these ideas, and the spirit of him, his character, comes back as a ghost, but not in the sense where it's like creepy horror film, mm-hmm. where like, the ghost is in her head or surrounding or something. He literally has a has a white sheet over him, and they've cut eye holes out of the sheet. And I couldn't help but laugh. Yes, it's a comedy, yeah. right? If people are saying, "Oh, I mean, I watched the ghost story and it really moved me. It's a really sad film." I couldn't stop laughing because she's she's. I mean, Rooney Mara's performance is incredible. So can they see him? Uh, can no, interact? we can see him, oh, just but so the characters yeah, can't. Right. And it goes through time and goes through different years of this house they're moving into. It's a really interesting film. Really, really good idea. Right, yeah. But I just I couldn't help. I couldn't take it seriously because every time there's a really good scene where Rooney Mara is like aggressively eating a cake. She's taking all of her frustration out and all of her emotions out on this cake. Right, yeah. it's, it's really, it's powerful. Yeah. And he walks in like a child, like now when you're a kid, you're kidding on your ghost, you've got a sheet over you and you're going, ooh, and you're kidding on your invisible. Yeah. He just walks in, he's got eye holes and you can see him, he's just looking at her. And I was like, why are you doing that? Is the film considered a comedy? No, it's no. not. It's meant to be all sad and, right. and romantic. And, it's interesting, yeah. But I just couldn't, I couldn't take it seriously. I thought it was a satire. So there's one. I would, I would, I would do that differently. I would take him out of it. I think he's great. I would take him out of it. 
and then put them in as some sort of spirit thing popping up every so often. Yeah. It's quite an emotional film as well. I mean, it's a good film, but it's just like, I couldn't, those moments were ruined for me because I was laughing. Yeah. Now, there's one, anyway. You got one? I guess films you'd be disappointed in. See, the two I've got, I wouldn't redirect them because they were bad. Okay. Like, they're both such good movies, but one of them's Get Out. Okay. Right. Interesting. I think it's such a good film. I really enjoyed Get Out. But I think it just gets to the point where you're like, what? Like, it needs to, it doesn't get to the point. Okay. At all. Until like three quarters of the way yeah. of the film. And then it just ends. Mm hmm. So I don't think like there's enough like, like it's such a build up for nothing. Mm. I'm not gonna say obviously what obviously, it, but, yeah. like, mm. but it's such a build up and then it gets to the point and you're like, all oh, right, okay, I could have got there. It's so much quicker. Yeah, yeah fair enough. Good so point. I would, I'd like to redirect that in that sense. Yeah. But I do think it's an amazing film. Yeah. Really like it is it. such a good concept and good idea. And Gone Girl. Not seen it. I've yeah. seen it. Yeah. I think it's it's really good. But the same, it gets to the end, and you're mm. like, "What? What, it was, on what was the point in that?" And it could have got yeah. to the point I of the story so much faster I felt the same than it does. That film. Yeah. It get like it goes through all these different ideas, and you're like, "You could have cut half of them. It didn't matter." Yeah. Uh, because okay. then none of them go anywhere, and it just kind of goes back to square one. And you're like, "Well, what was the point in the story?" Yeah. It's okay. like the writers are the strickling. Uh huh. It's like, oh, okay, things. we'll just go back to what yeah. it was. That's yeah. Okay, fair enough. Other film. I mean, I know what you mean by like it's a good film, but you would have, if you've done one thing differently, uh-huh. it might have made more of the difference. Yeah. Um, when you said that, I thought of Ten Cloverfield Lane. Oh my you god, that? that angers me so much. It's have like two that? different stories. Yeah, the recording. Yeah, well, well Cloverfield's the first one, right, and then the oh, second one. Oh my it's god, like, it's so it's, annoying. It's, if it was called anything else, right, it would have been. A great film. Right. It's all about a, a guy, John Goodman from Goodman. Big Lebowski. Oh, um, he's a great actor. Great actor. He, Do you um, think it's two different stories in one? That's what. Though? That's my point. So, so he's got this this girl trapped in his house and stuff, and it's and he, it's all about her trying to escape. Right. And that's a brilliant film. Oh, it's it's yeah. so tense and stuff. But then, at the end, the last twenty minutes, it just flips. It it changes into a Cloverfield sequel. Yeah. Where like the aliens and that come back and it's yeah. found footage again and it just ruins it. Yeah. I, I found the no same point. with Mother. It's just the, the sudden change which yeah. is completely random. And so, yeah. It's like they just got it. Oh, same with Split actually. Split's another one. I had so much. Split. Oh. James McAvoy's performance in it is amazing, but everything else around it. Mm. I'm so no, disappointed. There's Split. no point in him turning into this animal. Yeah, like right. January 2017 when we were talking about like the films are coming out this year. Split and Train Spot Two. You know, about, like. Him getting an Oscar for that, yeah, and then you see that, and you're like, Whoa. he's very good in it, but it's just um, his performance is amazing. But there is absolutely no point for it's just because the director wanted to be used his own style, yeah, yeah, and refer it back to. We hate directors, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> what um, film was it? He he tried he oh um wanted he linked it back to wanted I think it's called I can't remember M, M Night Shyamalan M Night Shyamalan um but whatever Sixth yeah Sixth Sense that's Sixth Sense yeah. best film. Of course, well, probably only. Of course, only good film. <laughs> um, and the other part of that question was, um, which film do you wish you had directed? What is the best directed film? Do you think? Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Nice. Steven Spielberg, nineteen seventy-seven. Nice. <laughs> Very good. I'll, I'll, I'll say Jaws. Wish Steven Spielberg, Baby Driver. Baby Driver is a, I'd is love a good to one. That, that My sister watched that last night. It's a great film. You see Baby Driver? Not yet. No. It's more like not even. It's the choreography of it, mm-hmm. like in the music. It's so like not. 
really been done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This character's got issues with his hearing, and um, he wears earphones all the time listening to a soundtrack, and the music we hear in the film is the music mm-hmm. in his ears. Yeah, many people recommend it to me. Really good I have it on my list. I think yeah. it's like a new, like it's a really new way of directing. Yeah. I've not seen it much. Right. That's really good. But Interesting. Yeah. I'll have a look at it, definitely. Next question. Ed from Perth. You might know him. Uh, what's easier, writing, editing or directing? I myself prefer writing. <laughs> I myself prefer writing and I've begun writing a novel. <laughs> right. Well, good luck with the novel. Um, yeah. So that's a festival. I can write a novel myself. Yeah, it's, it's very tricky to write a novel, I suppose. Yeah, so it's what's easier, the writing process of a film, editing it or directing it? The one I enjoy the most is directing of course, it. Yeah. Um, because you because are I enjoy it so much, I don't think director. it's the hardest. Yeah. Um, between writing and editing, they're just so different. They're polar opposite for me. Because um, editing is all about condensing and cutting out as much as you can yeah. to make it work. Whereas writing is trying to put in as much as you can to um, make sure you have enough. That's to work a good with. point, yeah. Um, what a stupid question, Ed. <laughs> no, no, it's a good question. Um, I. I'd say I enjoy writing more because when you write something, it could be it could, it could turn into anything. Whereas with the editing, you it's more limited. You've got a goal with editing; you've got to stick to it. Exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. Although it's it's more enjoyable in the sense that you actually see something finally come together because you have the writing and then mm-hmm. casting, rehearsing, shooting, you know, lighting everything, yeah. and then it's been such a long journey that it's kind of nice to see the result at the end. So. I would always get frustrated with the editing process of like the, oh, the software yeah. wouldn't work or it's not yeah. doing exactly what you want or I, I, I'm okay in a bit with it now because I'm better at it now but yeah. back in the day if I couldn't figure out how to do something Yeah, you get anger issues Why? How can I do this? <laughs> yeah. I'm okay now but I think back in the day I think I had, I had some anger issues punching walls and No, stuff. editing can be horrible especially if it's not working out it's Yeah, just, of you course You to make it Yeah um, But thanks Ed Next question, back to the film. What snacks were on set? And that's from Ross from East Braid. <laughs> what snacks? Well, yeah. we had cheese. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, we did. We had like cheese, uh, what do you call them? Cheddars, mini cheddars. Mini cheddars, not cheese. We had, sorry, sorry. We had cheddars. Yeah. Yeah. Do you not have cheese as well? Snickers. Snickers, Snickers yeah. little Twix. Little Twix. Red Twixes. Red Twixes. Mm. Uh, some Iron Brew. Ritz. Well, that, we got Ritz, Twixes yeah. the day we were in bed. <laughs> Oh, we didn't talk about that. We didn't even know oh, that. I haven't yeah. seen that yet. And that's my fault because I didn't light it good enough. I couldn't light it. The thing is, I used the. Um, right, so I used the um, two different sources, one of which had a much. So one of them was a proper blue LED mm-hmm. based light, whereas the other one was a white LED light with a blue filter. And the color temperature between the two was so different with the white balance. Okay. It was just destroyed, so... And okay. I think it would have added too much. That sounded bad. That was, like, that was like two actors being like, where was my moment? <laughs> <laughs> That's not the case. And we, we spent well, a good hour on it, so yeah. it was, yeah. It was good. It was but good I too. think even if, I, if it had been lit up properly, I think it would have actually um, been too much rather than contributing okay. in terms of the rest of the story. Fair enough. It's your, your perspective. Yeah. I obviously don't know how it looked, but um, it was my one moment to be in bed with Michelle and it was caught <laughs> on camera. <laughs> <laughs> my moment <laughs> And uh, finally, from David in Manchester, uh, what movies in 2018 are you looking forward to the most? Or which aren't you? I personally can't wait for Infinity War. However, I am nervous that it will be bad. Mm -hmm. 
Right. Um, I'm actually looking forward to a film called The House Jack Built. It's a film by okay. a Danish filmmaker called Lars von Trier. Yeah, you like him. Film, film you maker, like him, yeah. yeah. Um, so it's, uh, I have a lot of expectation for, for that film. But okay. There's also a few other ones. There's Downsizing Alexander Downsizing, I'm seeing it on Thursday. Um, yeah, that, that's Dana. promising. Yeah. Looks good. Yeah. Um, so Infinity was a big one, the Avengers film, um, yeah. Marvel. Um, so as again, it's going to be a hit or a miss. They're either going to nail it or they're not. Uh-huh. So that's a big one. Yeah. Other than that, there's Black Panther coming out. Uh, the Incredibles two. Hmm? You ever seen the Incredibles? Yeah, I've seen the Incredibles. Incredibles Way back. Yeah, I love horrors, so I'm really excited for Halloween because see, when I was younger, mm-hmm. he, like Michael Myers petrifies me. Is there, there's a new one coming out? Yeah. Oh really? The last one coming out, and he, I'm so scared of him, and. I want to go to the cinema and see it and yeah. just face him. When's It <laughs> but, Chapter 2 coming out? I don't know, but the Fourth Insidious is coming out. I've never In seen fact, Insidious. It's actually a really good trilogy for... I've, um, I'm not a horror, horror fan. I like horrors. In, uh, in October this past year, I did um, Horror Movie Month. I did a video diary, right? It was yeah. 53 minutes long. I put it on YouTube. And every time I watched the horror film, I documented what I thought of the film. And I watched like The Shining for the first time, right. Psycho, right. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh-huh. And um, I hate horror films. You didn't like The Shining? I loved The Shining. You lo- Why did and you I, love The Shining? And I loved Psycho. Why? All the others. What did just, you like about them? Um, because every horror film, I wanted to end straight away. Like, I just I hate them. <laughs> right, okay. But for The Shining, it was three hours long. I didn't want it to end. Would you consider it a horror film? Yeah. So, in what way was it different from the horror films you've seen? Because it's psychological, right? Okay. Right. So it makes you think. I like films make you think. And stuff. Yeah, it does. And so you prefer um, like psychological thrillers than probably. Horrors. Yeah, like I mean, I, I can watch. I'm assuming Saw as like a gore fest or whatever, but I wouldn't. Like, Saw is really gory. But that wouldn't yeah. scare me necessarily. The psychological thing scared me more. Yeah. Right. So I was, I was petrified watching The Shining, because that's the scary film. But then watching a film like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which isn't, is more mm-hmm. sort of a we're going to get you and Chainsaw kill you sort stuff, of thing. Yeah. It's not as scary to me. Yeah. You know, I went to the cinema to see a film called uh, The Killing of a Sacred Deer. Right, yeah. Right, that that's down. really good, yeah. You'd really like it. Yeah. Um, one of the most bizarre films I've ever seen. I consider that a horror. It's talked about a Greek it. filmmaker who um, made The Lobster. Yes, that's a weird one. Oh, that's on Netflix. It's on Netflix, yeah. Yeah. Um, Apparently he's very interested. I haven't really checked his work yet, so... I'm, he's it's yeah. very weird. Yeah. In a I'll, good way. I'll, because there was a film that came out in the spring of 2017 called A Cure for Wellness. Yeah. And I God, hated it. Yeah. I hated it. Dame DeHaan, the lead actor. I hate him. That's Gore Verbinski, though. He's Pirates of the Caribbean director. I don't know. Just, um, I just wasn't a fan at all. So mm-hmm. going back to see another weird film, yeah. I wasn't you know, I wasn't looking forward to it, but I really enjoyed Killing of a Sacred Deer. Yeah. So check that one out if you can. That's, yeah, that's yeah a good I will one. do. Will. Really bizarre. Um so yeah, what were we talking about? Your horror movies, yeah. So so that's that's my kind of perspective on that. Like I, I can enjoy them if I'm thinking about things and I'm having opinions on them, yeah. but I don't really have time for just random gore fests. See, it's you know? definitely in my opinion, actually, it's the hardest genre to do well. Like, I agree. Yeah. To make a good horror, like everything's been done. They don't come often, but it's because it's like it's so hard to mm-hmm. scare. Yeah, and get true. into someone's head like rather than just like so many of them are just like jump scares yeah. which isn't actually what's scary mm-hmm. like what you said when you get in your head they'll make a whole film about jump scares which will do well because of jump scares and yeah. people like jump scares but it's yeah. not going to mess with someone's head you yeah. know? I guess you're that's not going to remember it you need to come yeah. away actually that's in your head and you're like oh. yeah so what's your favourite horror 
If you had to pick. Um, Go into your head. See, that's not... I was going to say Silence of the Lambs, but that's not horror. I've not seen it. That's psychological thriller. Um... I don't know. I used to. You could, you could. Yeah, this You could, yeah. yeah. Especially you near the end. It. It's very interesting because I actually um, Howard Shore, who's a very famous composer, mm-hmm. and he did the music for um, mm-hmm. uh, Sounds of the Lambs. Mm-hmm. Um, I had the Hannibal's on Netflix now yeah. as well. Okay. Hannibal, yeah. Um, I actually was very lucky to meet him um, a few months ago, Howard Shore, and he actually gave a masterclass on uh, really cool. how he composed music for some of his films and he um, actually talked about the scene in Tales of the Lambs where um, she's in the house of the mm-hmm. killer yeah. and she's like green light kind of uh, mm-hmm. night vision camera that's how it's shot yeah. and uh, there's a lot of silence um, mm-hmm. so he talked about you know the power of, of silence in a film mm-hmm. and how that adds to suspense there's a lot of silence yeah, really and really a lot of lambs that. yeah so many lambs that's cool and that was very interesting yeah, yeah. did you watch Stranger but, Things? I've not seen the second season. Me neither. But I enjoyed it. Ross, maybe I'm Ross watching it. Yeah. Um, would you ever consider directing a horror? I don't think I. You'd need a writer first, wouldn't you? That'd be the yeah, tough part. Even, Did I you don't... see like Psycho? Yeah. Yeah. Watch Bates Motel. Bates Motel, Rachel, my sister's hooked it's on it right now. So good. Yeah. Like, so good. Yeah. Psycho was awesome. I, th- I feel as if, but like. Psycho's more of a thriller again. Yeah, me. yeah, I know, but I guess it just kind of folds into like a classic yeah. horror. Yeah. Um, and Hitchcock's one of those guys that. I've said this before, but I repeat myself all the time on this thing. But like Hitchcock's one of those guys that, as a film lover, you feel like you're implied to go, oh, Hitchcock, yeah, Hitchcock's great. I, I, lo- I love I Hitchcock. Feel, I don't right? feel that way about him. But I, I did that for years. Oh, I love Hitchcock. And then someone would go, what Hitchcock film have you seen? And I'd be like, and I wouldn't know what to say because I, I just thought you know you're supposed to say you like Hitchcock. Yeah. And then you get your own opinions. Psycho's a good film, yeah. But I I, I think Hitchcock's overrated in that sense because I think that the true kind of master of cinema is actually Charlie Chaplin. And he's no, yeah, good in call, that yeah. sense because he's actually the first man who pioneered invented, it, yeah. yeah, pioneered it. And Hitchcock is really fancy and really technical, but I, I feel he very often lacks substance behind okay. a very excellent technique, really. Um, yeah, well, I asked Santa to bring me the Hitchcock collection for my Christmas, and he never did it. So yeah. we are not on good uh, terms right now. Mm. But yeah, um, thank you for all your questions for sending them in. Please continue to do so at the Good Bit Pod on Twitter. And um, anything else you want to add? So I'm good to go. Yeah. Anything else? Um, well, thank you for joining me today. Thank you for the film. Yeah, well, thank it was a you great experience. as well. Yeah, it was a yeah. great experience for me too. I had a great time. It was like a sort of a thing that defined my year. Yeah, we should like, thank all of like everyone. Like, yeah. Chris, Michelle, Jack McIntosh for the sound, um, editing, and David Petrie and Anis and um, Ross and um, Michael as well. So um, everybody was was everybody always was, um, was always good and helping yeah, us and definitely, on, like yeah. on the ball sort of thing, which was really helpful. Yeah. Um, but as I said, twenty seventeen was a big year for me. I did a lot of good things, and one of the things that really like sort of defined it was was the film because yeah. it took up you know loads of the summer, but like in a, in a good way because we we're yeah. being productive and we're doing something. Yeah. So it's good. So thank you for, for putting this together. Thank you for involving us. You're and uh, here's to the next one. Absolutely, yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you.